ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. happy to be in church. Are you happy to be in church? It's testimony time. Hallelujah. And tonight's testimony goes like this. For one or two reasons, I may not be able to mention the person's name. I mean, the person doesn't want me to mention her name, but she says that. um, So it started from last year. My sister-in-law was in London during the COVID lockdown. And during the HCM period, she came online. Somebody sent her the link. I don't know who, but she came online. And for that particular Saturday, Bishop was praying for us on the Zoom meeting. How many of us remember that Bishop was praying for some people on Zoom? Yeah. So she came on and she requested to be prayed for health and financial breakthrough. The way she sounded on the Zoom call, she sounded very desperate. I happened to be in London myself, so I decided to pay her a visit after the HCM. When I visited her, she broke down in tears and was lamenting on how the finances has become some way and her BP has also risen very, very high. Your BP will not rise high. She said she hadn't taken her BP drugs in three days and it was above 200 and she's, the person is saying that even for me, when my BP is just above 150 and I haven't taken my drugs, I feel very some way. I'm not able to walk about and I feel very weak. But hers was above 200. She said she was well. She was okay. She didn't look like somebody who wasn't feeling well. And she said that she believes that when Bishop touched and prayed for her, touched the screen and prayed for her, she was healed And she didn't feel any form of weakness in her body. No headache. No swelling. No inflammations in the body. If you are clapping there, you can clap well. Until I spoke to her, she didn't even realize that this was a very powerful testimony. So I told her that I will share this testimony in church. And she said I should go ahead. She said the finances also came through in less than a week. I I haven't been outside the country before, but I have heard that, especially in London, when you are in crisis and you are in financial distress, it's very, very, it's not easy. It's not a joke. Also, you've been there before. Yeah. So if in one week, by the grace of God, the financial has been sorted out, I think that you can put your hands together very well for that very powerful testimony. Yeah. I'm saying thank you to God for this powerful testimony. Thank you, Bishop, for that powerful HCM time. Don't stop praying for us. 
Don't stop leading us to pray. Thank you very much, Bishop. Can you put your hands together for Jesus? And let's put our hands together for our Father for instituting the HCM prayer meetings. Yeah, that is delivering many from snake bites, from BPs like this, from accidents, from school fees. Oh, come on. If your testimony hasn't come through yet, yours is surely on the way. If you believe it, shout amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we humbly take our seats in the presence of God? Hallelujah. Amen. Oh
his presence you seek him for the power of the holy ghost you are favored oh you're walking in abundance we move and we move and with the speed of the holy ghost of the holy ghost i am favored i want to hear you sing sing from your heart and say walking let me hear you sing it tonight I want you to notice the first two words that faith cometh faith cometh tonight faith can come to you if you will hear and hear well hallelujah tonight 
as an anointed servant of the Lord stands and ministers the pure word of God to you. I want you to understand that faith can come to you if you will receive it and if you will believe it in your heart. So if you are as excited as I am, if you are ready for the word of God, I want you to give the Lord a clap offering. I want you to give the Lord a shout and join me and let's welcome to this moment the Bishop Edward Morgan Ask him to speak to you. Father. Father, speak to us tonight. It's more than a thousand words yes, Lord. from a million men. Give us a word tonight. Give us a word. A word, Lord. Speak to us tonight. Speak to us tonight. 
thank you for your ways. Thank you for your mind. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your plan. Thank you for your power. We have come before you and we know you will refresh us. Refresh. Refresh us, Lord. Refresh. 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 We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give a loud hand clap and then you may be seated. What a beautiful blessing to be in God's presence. Tonight, I want to thank God for the amazing season of teachings we had from key facts for new believers. And I'm sure all the teachings are on the podcast. So, go there. I'm thinking I, could, I should also put them on a pen drive and leave in the bookshop. It's, it's, a, it's, a, body, it's a body of teachings which you can even give to somebody as a gift so I, I, I think I will speak to Joanna and do that tonight I am teaching from the seven great principles I want you to stand to your feet and clap your hands for our pastor, Bishop Dagi Wadmans. He's alive. So clap and let's appreciate him. We should not wait to honor him when he's not with us. It's a blessing. I don't know where he comes from. I don't know what he's made of. But he's an amazing human being. He's an amazing leader. Amazing person to know and I pray that you and I as sons and daughters will enjoy 
a sprinkling of the graces he carries. May you also stand to be a blessing to your generation. May you not disappear from the face of the earth, having done nothing. May God use you like he's using him. The seven great principles. You may be seated. I don't know when I taught from this book. Whether it was the COVID era, the online service, or was it COVID? Right after COVID. So, were we in this building? In-person service. After COVID. Just when I was down there. Because I think I've been teaching from key facts. I began key facts in the post-COVID era because I said we are all born again. We are all new believers. The church was just starting. The fornicators had repented. Pornographers had come back to church. Yes. Really. Okay, but it's been a while. But I remember teaching from chapter 1 Seven great principles of salvation. Is, is Andy here? Is it, on, is it on the podcast? It's on the podcast. I remember teaching from the seven great principles for a great change. Great change, yeah? I was here. Great change, great change, great change. Great change, great change. His presence, I remember great change. And, and I would like you, you know, I want you as a Christian in this church. One of the things you must believe God for is to get a smartphone. Life is getting very dangerous. And you can't go far without a constant soaking in of the word of God. You know, so those of you with smartphones, get the podcast, Doug Heward Mills podcast, Edwin Morgan Ogo podcast. There are messages that will help you to be strong. Get it. If you don't know what podcast is, ask a younger person. <laughs> Today, I believe the Lord is leading me to teach on the seven great principles of a peculiar life. A peculiar life. Please find the meaning of peculiar. Yes, I did seven great principles of a great change and for salvation. So, I'm doing a peculiar life. A peculiar life. What is peculiar? Different to what is 
normal or expected. So something is normal. But we say you are peculiar when you are different. I think Americans will say different too. But English is different from. Now, this word peculiar, again please, different, peculiar means, please remove the two and write from. Different from what is normal or expected. Unusual. Yes. I think I'm okay with this. Can you write unusual? Unusual. Are you with me in church? Today we are learning about a word. That word is peculiar. Peculiar. English word. And that word means when we say something or somebody is peculiar, we mean the person stands out. The person is not mixed with the crowd. We say the person is different from what is normal. There's something normal. Say normal. So peculiar is not normal. Not normal. Different from what is normal or expected. Peculiar means strange. And one word I like is unusual. Now, today, I'm teaching on the seven great principles for a peculiar life. Titus chapter 2 verse 14. Talking about Jesus. Who gave himself for us? That he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself A peculiar people. Zealous of good works. Jesus. Gave himself for us. That he might redeem us from all iniquity. And purify unto himself. A peculiar people. Jesus came to the world. He lived here for 33 and a half years. 
He died on the cross. He shed his blood. This is a summary of what Jesus came to do. He gave himself for us. By dying on the cross, he gave himself. See, when someone sacrifices, he gives himself for a cause. Like our pastor, Bishop Dagwood Mills. His mother is a white woman. White woman from Switzerland. And his father, Bishop Dagwood Mills, his father is a Ghanaian. Was a Ghanaian. He's dead. But he was one of Ghana's top lawyers. So their son, that white woman and the man gave birth to a boy called Dag Heward Mills. So he has got white blood in him. And he went to medical school and finished and became a doctor. From that one, from being a doctor, you can do many things. You can do surgery in the brain. You can do surgery of the heart, on the heart. You can do 1,000 things. But he gave himself. That is, he sacrificed. You see, today, young boys from Hidium, Hidium are fighting for Swiss passports. Do you know Hidium? It's a very beautiful town. Ghanaians who don't who, who don't who can't even speak English. Want to be Europeans, Europeans. But he, because of the blood in him, is already an European. So, by this time, he should be living on a hill in Geneva with a boat on the banks of Lake Geneva. But he decided to forgo all of it and have an office at Agbado Chambers where horses, horses stay, where they poo-poo and eat. He put a table there, a wooden table there and said this is my office. 
No air conditioner, no fan. No Switzerland. I'm a doctor. I won't be a doctor again till I die. I'm going to be a pastor of... The church was a small church. And the members like you were students from Ebenezer Secondary School. Ebenezer Secondary School. So it was a small church. He said, I am not going to be a doctor again. I'm explaining to you when somebody gives himself. He surrenders himself. Because Jesus lived in heaven. Jesus is God and was God. But he came to hang on the cross. And after Jesus hung on the cross, he also expects you and I to hang on our crosses. Unfortunately, some Christians don't want to hang on their cross. Like Jesus gave himself, you also must learn to give yourself. That's how to be a Christian. You must learn to give yourself. Without giving yourself, without Jesus giving himself, you and I will not be here. Now you can think of what you you could have been if you had not been in the church. I leave you to think of the possible possibilities. If you had not been born again, if, if there was nothing like church, if there was nothing like a pastor, Pastor Emmanuel, Lady Pastor Maggie. If there was no Lady Pastor Maggie, how would your life be like? Now, after Jesus gave himself, he also expects you and I to give ourselves. So I said that, like, our pastor, who is a doctor, Gave up the medical practice. Gave up his Swiss. Where he was going to stay. He, he, he tells a story of one day. Uh, uh, that one day he was in Switzerland. He had gone to visit there with his wife. He, he was there for a few weeks. One day he went to check the letters. The letterbox. And they had brought him Magazines. Of boats and yachts and houses that because they know that he's he's a doctor and his wife is also a lawyer. So doctor and lawyer together is speed boats and yachts and holidays. So they were asking you choose one, choose a boat and uh, and uh, go and pack it on Lake Geneva. But he came to Ghana to take Trotro and taxi. So that you and I can have a church called Lighthouse. But he shouldn't be the only one. You also ought to give up something. Now, when Jesus gave himself, the aim was to redeem us from all iniquity. 
You see, to redeem you is to buy you back from sin. As he hung on the cross, the blood that flowed was to make it possible for you to be redeemed, to be bought back from a sinful life and then to purify unto himself a peculiar people. People who are different from the rest. People who are different from the normal people. Jesus wanted to redeem himself unto himself and purify to himself students who are not like all other students. So in a school, all the students are like this, but this one is different. All the girls have boyfriends, but this girl is different. Now, a Christian must be peculiar. God will not allow you. Jesus will not allow you. And I will also not allow you. I will not allow you to be like everybody else. When you get born again, you are supposed to be different from. There should be something about you that makes you different from the rest of the people around you. But what do we see today? Apart from church that we've come, when you go back, there is nothing that makes you different from. You are the same as your friends. You do the same things they do. As they are betting, you are also betting with them. As they are attending parties, you are attending parties with them. You are not, even, even if you are wearing blue this evening in the choir, I'm asking that when you go home, are you different from the people around you? Because all of us can come into the church and look a certain way. All of us can come to the church dressed a certain way. But ask yourself, how many hours do we spend in church? Versus how many hours there are in a week? So if you, if you calculate how many hours there are in, in a church service. And how many hours there are in a week. You will get to know that church doesn't matter. Church is very, very little. Your real life is out there at home, in school, in town, in the office, in society. There, you must be peculiar. So wearing blue, blue. Coming to dance in church. Let's clap our hands for the dancing stars. Let's appreciate them. And as you are clapping your hands, let's also clap our hands for the choir. 
and let's appreciate the ashes. In fact, let's clap our hands for everybody. But ladies and gentlemen, what you do in church doesn't count much. What you do in church, if it, it should count, it should count in making you a different person at home. That by singing in church, by dancing in church, by playing instruments in church, by being an usher, it should lead to a certain change in you that makes you peculiar in school. So when you sing in church, you play instruments in church, but when we go to town, you are the same as your friends. Then there is a problem. Today I'm talking about, I'm starting to preach about the seven principles. If you must be peculiar, how do you become peculiar? I remember when I was teaching about great change and salvation, I talked about principle. A principle is a set of facts that govern how something works. Principle. So, if you see a plane, a big plane on the ground, it's able to take off in the skies. It's based on principles. Once you follow the principles, you'll be in the skies. And I think in the skies now, plenty are in the skies. So, there are principles also. How many of you want to be peculiar? You want to be different. You don't want to mix up with the area boys. You, want to, you don't want to mix up with the people who are betting. You don't want to mix up with all the guys in school watching pornography. How many of you want to be peculiar? Yeah. The first principle is that after you are born again, accept that you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life. After you are born again, accept that you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life. You see, we can't continue this discussion if you don't accept this one. If this first point, if we don't agree on this first point, then there's no, there's, we might as well call our sister Frida to bless us with a song. You have to accept that if you are born again, then you are set apart to be peculiar. The Bible says in Titus chapter 2, Verses 14. Or let's start from verse 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Verse 12. Teaching us that denying ungodliness 
and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Here, not in heaven, here. In this present world, go back to verse 12. In this present world, we should live, we, we must deny ungodliness and worldly lusts. And we must live soberly. That is, be cool. Be cool. Don't, don't allow yourself to come under any influence. Don't. Don't let, don't let your thinking be, be, be twisted by any influence. Your status in life, your money, your beauty, your whatever, be sober. Try and keep a clear head. Be sober. Live soberly. Righteously. And godly. In this present world. Verse 13. Looking for that blessed hope. And the glorious appearing of the great God in our salvation. Jesus Christ. Verse 14. Who gave himself. That he might redeem us from all iniquity. All. Say all. All. Jesus has power to redeem you from every sin. Jesus has power to help you to stop living in any sin. There is no sin. Jesus has no power to make you stop. So that you will become a peculiar person. This is what Bishop says. The call of God is a call to be peculiar. You know, when I say the call of God, I'm not talking about being a pastor. When I say the call of God, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about a call to be a reverend. Being a Christian is a call. Being a Christian is a call. The Bible says we are called to be saints. And that call is a call to be different. Today, the word, the key word is different. Different. Say, I'll be different. I will be different. It's a call to be different. To be peculiar means to be markedly different from the usual. Are you happy to be markedly different? Or do you want to be just like everyone else? Do you want to be like everyone else? Or you want to be different? Now, the call to be a Christian is a call to be different. To be peculiar means that you will deviate from the usual and expected part of life. My God. There's an expected part. If you are a girl now, there's an expected part. 
If you are a young boy with a smartphone, there's an expected part. You must use the smartphone for pornography. You should start betting. If you are a young girl, you are a pretty young girl, it's expected that you must have a boyfriend. You must give yourself to the managing director of a company. Say expected. When I was in medical school, it was expected that by fifth year, you should be writing your exam towards America. And all of us were writing. All of us. I even remember going to America to write the third part. Yes, we wrote it. Part one, part two, part three there. We went and wrote and came. But if you are a Christian, you are expected to deviate. So I deviated to OEB. That's why I'm here. I am a deviatee. You can't join what all civil engineers are doing. You can't. <laughs> Mommy, you can't join what all lawyers are doing. How lawyers law is also how you are lawing. You can't join what the boys in your area are doing. Oh, I want you to clap your hands for the young man, young boy sitting around you. Because in your area right now, your friends are at a drinking bar. There's a spot by the roadside. They are there. <laughs> but you have deviated and come to church. Ask your neighbor, are you a deviatee? <laughs> There are many people who are not happy to be called a peculiar people. A lot of Christians are not happy. They want to be like everybody else. Ladies and gentlemen, these people just want to be like everybody else. I want to marry like everyone else. I want to have a child like everyone else. I want to dress like everyone else. I want to be rich like everyone else. But it is time to accept that God has called you to exist as a completely different part of, on a completely different path of life. This is what it means to be born again. If you are born again, you must be on a different road. It's called the Calvary Road. When you go to Jerusalem, in the old city, you see there are many roads. Not roads as in what we have. Shops have even narrowed them. But there is a road. There is a road. In the old city, you see there. It's called the way of suffering. The Via Dolorosa. That's the road Jesus walked on. My dear friend, if you are a Christian, I said, if you are a Christian, you must be on that road. You must be on that road. It's a road. It's, a, it's not a nice road. You see, even the name, the La, La Via Dolorosa, it is the road of suffering. Because when you, listen to me, listen to me, listen, hello, 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 hello. Are you here with me or I should stop preaching? 
you know, it's so easy to be like everyone else. I said, it's so easy to be like everyone. It's so nice. I mean, it's cool. It's easy. There's no hassle. But to be different from the girls and say that I am 23 years and I'm a virgin, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. All your family members, the people who have insulted me, there are plenty. Hey, <laughs> you are a doctor. You have finished medical school. You have specialized. That's just when we are expecting the money to start coming. You say, AJ, AJ. <laughs> AJ. You say you are, you are now a pastor in church. It's suffering. It's suffering that during break time, all your friends are going to one, one tree, under one, a certain tree, to go and watch pornography. And you are alone, sitting somewhere like a fool. You are, just, you are just there in the school, with your school bag, reading maths. Today, 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 I'm just saying to you that, accept the fact that, when you get born again, the plan of God for you is to be different. Better be, rearrange your mind. You, you, you can't be like other girls. You can't be like other students. Begin, begin to understand that. Clap your hands. You can't be like other students. All of us will pass our maths. All of us will write English, but I'm different from you. Decide to be different. Decide. That's how a lot of Christians are not able to advance. You see, see, mommy, you must advance as a Christian. You get born again, you grow. Like this, our beautiful brothers and sisters who are being taught in the New Believers School. These are the future pastors. They're the future bishops. They're the future cell leaders now we expect that from there they will grow and grow and grow but see you must grow and grow and grow as a Christian so when you mix yourself with the world you can't grow as a Christian you must be different and step out of that life to grow as a Christian Which leads us to our second principle. You can be seated. Principle number two. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by physically separating from unbelievers. By physical separation from unbelievers. Let's all read it. One go. Everyone. God is teaching us. Number two. One go. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by physical separation from unbelievers. Say physical. 
Yes. Not mental separation. Not spiritual. One of the ways to be to be to be peculiar is to be physically separate. That is where they are. You are physical. That is, if they are physically here, then you must be physically separate from them and be physically here. If they are there, you must be here. Don't be where they are. Point number two is about physical, physical separation. Psalm 1, verse 1. Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. The way of sinners is where sinners pass, you must not stand there, physical, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. There is a place where people who laugh at God, who laugh at pastors, who laugh at God's work, who laugh at things that are godly. There is a place they sit. A Christian should not sit there. physically on Facebook there are Facebook pages where people talk about Bishop Dagwood Mills and Lighthouse and pastors in Lighthouse there, there, are, there, are, there are places where such things are discussed as a Christian, see those people are called scornful they, they, they scorn you should read something a Christian has written or an unbeliever has written about a pastor. No respect. They have no respect. No respect. And you find Christians are sitting on that same page chatting with them. Joining them in their choruses. Today I'm telling you, listen to me. There is a physical place a Christian should not be. That's why the Bible says, the people who are blessed, children of God, don't stand in certain places. It's not everywhere you should stand. It's not everywhere you should stand. No, you know, I've written some poems. I've written some poems. Recently, not recently, some were moving houses. And uh, my wife brought me a pillowcase full of letters and poems I wrote to her. Yes, pillowcase full. This one is not one of them. This thing is not one of them. This is God's poem. God says that his child, his child cannot sit. Cannot sit. If not, let's not talk about sitting. You can't stand. Even to stand where they are, you cannot. 
when you see that they have gathered here, a child of God must be here. I don't expect you to be standing at the place where people stand to bet Arsenal versus Chelsea, Barcelona versus Chelsea, where they bet Real Madrid versus Atletico. The place where they stand and take money from their pockets. Do you have money? Oh, they even use their phone. Oh, those who bet, do you use phone to send the money? And uh, it's even online. It's on the phone, so it doesn't even need to go and stand there. So, so the location, the location is on the phone, and a Christian should not be at that location, that page, that betting page. If you are a Christian, come out for there. Blessed is the man. The Bible talks about physical places, not imaginary ideas. Physical places, physical websites, physical Instagram pages, physical Facebook pages. If you are here and you can't live like this, then you can't be a Christian. You are wasting your time. You are wasting your time. You can't. That's not how we got here. Before I got born again, I was in certain physical places. When I got born again, I removed myself. Received the power to relocate. Received the power to remove yourself. A Christian must remove himself. can be you can be here as a member of this church and you are liking pages of people who are criticizing your pastor you like those pages any pastor for that master me i don't like i don't like anybody who doesn't like a pastor i don't like you I, you can't be we, we can't be how, how can we friend? we can't agree Begin today. Maybe you've not heard this message before. Maybe it's your first. How many of you are hearing such a message for the first time in your life? Your first time about physical locations. Yes. So, so learning today that you, it, that is. I don't know if you are Christian. If you are, if you are some some nice guy who wants to be in church, some nice brother. But, but if you are a real, a real Christian, there are physical places you can be. You can't. Some of you girls must tell yourself that some rooms, some rooms, never, never again. Yeah. This, this house and this room, there are some cars you must never sit in. Yes. No, see, don't shout as if I'm trying to whip up sentiment. I am, listen, 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 listen. There are certain cars you must never sit in. 
that, that's how we got to be here. A, a guy always when he sees you, he's commenting about your breast, your tie, your lips. Your, oh, when I see you, I lick my lips. Can you have, something happens to me. I, 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 your breasts are juicy. And, 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 and he normally stands to the left on Sunday. And that's also where you are passing with your high heels. You don't need to go to that person's car, that person's house. Listen to me. There are physical locations you must remove yourself from as a Christian. Yes, you read your Bible. Yes, you pay your tithe. Yes, you sing worship song. But you must be physically removed from certain physical locations. can't be here on some whatsapp chat group where people remove their panties and they are just shaking their buttocks on the whatsapp page on the whatever page you might remove listen see, say peculiar say peculiar and, and all, of, all of you here who are dancing stars a lot of you here are like that you are like that listen stop 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 those cat calls I'm, I'm not joking Next two years, I'll be 40 years. 40 years in Christ. Born again. 40 years. This is not how we got here. This is not how you walk with God. You don't walk with God by 2 Corinthians 6. Look at it. 2 Corinthians 6, 14. It said, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion hath light with darkness? 15. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? What part hath he that believeth with an infidel? 16. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? Since when? Did you begin to play with idols? Where, where did you get those beats you are wearing as a man? The beats you are wearing. Which shrine? How did you get that cream you are using? You can't. Listen. Listen. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and I will walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. I will dwell in them and I will walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. I will dwell in them and I will walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. I will dwell in them, I will walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Wherefore, 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 come out from among them and be separate said the Lord and touch not the unclean thing that is when I will receive you as a child worthy of relating with me come out come out of them come out come out come out hello listen 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 I, you know, this morning I was just waiting on God and asking the Lord after ACM, Lord, what do I minister? What do I minister? I was surprised. 
He took me to seven great principles. Oh, this book, I've taught it before. He said, no, go there. When I saw this chapter, Peculiar Life, I thank God. I, I knew in my spirit that God was calling us to be different. To be different. If everybody in your village is a fetish priest, be a pastor and have a cross around your neck. God is calling you. God is calling you. God is calling you. I said, God is calling you. Young man, young boy, girl, girl, dear girl, beautiful girl, nice boy, handsome guy. God is calling you. Be different. Come out. Come out of that website. Come out of that Facebook page. Come out. 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 There are some there are some people you must tell yourself, I will never walk with this person again. Yes, that's how we got to stand here. <laughs> Come out. As I'm standing here, the Lord is telling me there's somebody here. God has called you. And you see, I'm surrounded by just young, young boys and girls. But there's someone here in this area. There's a great call on your life. In some 20, 30 years' time, you should be one of the main vessels of God, ministers of God, pastors in this country. But the places you go, tomorrow is Sunday. How will you spend your day? Where will you go? Today, we are going to stand up and pray and say, Lord, I want to come out of some friendships. I want to come out of some places. Lord, I want to be different. 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 Anybody here where people don't call you Usofu, I'm not saying that be a pastor or be a priest, be a I'm not, but the world, if they see some strangeness in you, they start calling you Usofu. Oh, Usofu. Oh, Sofu. Sofu. It means you're not a proper Christian. If they don't call you Usofu, don't do what they do. Be peculiar. Be peculiar. Tell yourself. Like the three Hebrew boys in the book of Daniel. They said, give me that verse. Let's read it and close. Daniel 1. Daniel 1. They said, no. If they are all eating this, I won't eat that type of food. Go down. You see them down there. They said, we are going to eat Something different. Makata Labasa. Ramakata Saba. Yes. That's it. But Daniel purposed himself. But he would, that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat. There's something called the king's meat. The king's meat is the pornography, the sex, the masturbation, the homosexuality. The king's meat is the ungodliness. The king's meet now is uh, talking about pastors. And some of you, you are in this church. You join them to be talking about that. You have comments to make. It's called the king's meet. But Daniel purpose in his heart that he would not, he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat. Nor with the wine which he drank. Some of you are here. You drink. You drink alcohol with your friends. 
Therefore, he requested of the prince of the Enoch's that he might not defile himself. Verse 9. Now, God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the Enoch's. Verse 10. And the prince of the Enoch said, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your meat and your drink. Why should he see your face worse? Worse. Can I have new American standard Bible? Let's read English that the Wasi people understand. And the commander of the officials said to Daniel, I am afraid of my lord the king. Because Daniel said, I won't eat this meat. I won't eat this meat. And the, and the, and the, and the head usher said, I am afraid of my lord the king who has appointed your food and your drink. For why should he see your faces looking more haggard than the youths who are your own age? Then you would make me forfeit my head to the king. They will kill me. Do you have an English version, easy to read, or new English version? Some English something. New living. I'm afraid of my lord the king who has ordered that you eat this food and wine. If you become pale and thin, compared to the other youths your age, I'm afraid the king will have me beheaded. Yes, there's a thinking that a young man should eat what the other young men are eating. That if you don't eat what they are eating, you will look pale and you will look slim. But watch, watch the story. So the guy was afraid. So Daniel spoke with the attendant who had been appointed by the chief of staff to look after Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Azariah, verse 12. Please, test us for 10 days on a diet of vegetables and water. Daniel said. At the end of the 10 days, see how we look. When I meet my friends who were drunkards in school and we smokers, today when I meet them, I see how I look and how they look. He said, test me. At the end of the 10 days, see how we look. Compared to the other young men. Right now, you have only two blouses. But you got friends who are sleeping with pulling agents. And all manner of big people. And when they appear with their high heels and the skin tone and the hair bone straight. Ah, my God. And, the, and some Gucci bag and some Dior perfume. My God. And you don't even have any perfume. Your armpit sweat is your perfume. But I give you 10 days. I said, I give you 10 days. After 10 days. I said, after 10 days. Say, test me. Test me. Try me. Right now, when you see the girls who are fornicating, they look no no me no me no me na But after 10 days, verse 14, the attendant agreed to Daniel's suggestion and tested them for 10 days. Say, come out! Don't eat what they eat. Don't go where they go. Don't watch what they watch. Don't read what they read. Don't read what they read. At the end of the 10 days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been betting 
who had been watching pornography, who had been stealing money, who had been drinking. I said, after 10 days, after 10 months, after 10 years, when you meet your friend, you will discover that it was worth separating yourself to be a peculiar people. God wants you to look nice. He wants you to look good. But it may not be today. Give yourself 10 years. Give yourself 10 days. This is my 10 days. I met my classmate recently. He looked like my father. <laughs> Don't live your life stealing what they are also stealing. Don't do that. Come out. Step out. Come out. Come out. Don't do what they do. Don't listen to what they listen to. If they are listening to unbeliever music, your friends used to take their phone. It's, it's Daddy Lumba, DL1, DL2, DL3, DL4. Your friends are fans of offsets. Your friends their things are worldly. After 10 years when you meet them you will know that God is great. Today eh, and next week if God gives us life we are on this matter. We will press it till the end. I'll take my time. I said, we'll press this matter. I will never, as your pastor, I will not allow you to be like them. To walk where they were. I said, come out. Don't walk. Don't, don't even stand where they stand. Don't sit where they sit. Don't take their advice. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water whose leaves that bringeth forth its fruits in this season whose leaves shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper but the ungodly are not so I said the ungodly ungodly are not so are not so but they are like chaff they are like chaff today they are there but tomorrow you won't find them I dare you Mark some friends of yours. Give them 10 years. You will not find them. As I give them 5 years, you will not find them. Mark some girls who are fornicating today, who are fooling today. As I give them 5 years, you will not find them. But the, but the, but the godly, those who don't stand in the place of sinners, in the seat of scornful, they are like trees. They are like trees. I bless you to look like a tree. Don't be corrupt. Don't be a crook. Don't swindle people. Don't do 419. Bible says, better a dinner of herbs where there's peace than of stalled ox with strife. I pray for you today. I said, I pray that a day will come. Your leaves will give you away. Your fruits will give you away. When they see you, they will know that all the 12 years of being born again, it was worth it. All the years you said, you won't sleep with men. 
it is whited. I said, give them 10 days. After 10 days, you will know that it's worth coming out. It's worth coming out. Don't join them. Don't sit where they sit. Don't do what they do. Everybody stand to your feet and lift up your two hands and pray for strength from God to help you. Lift your hands and pray. Lift your hands and pray. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Lift your hands and pray. I want to hear you pray. Pray for strength to be unique. Yes. For strength, Lord. Strength, Lord. To stand out, Lord. To be different. To be different. In the bank, don't be like them. Don't be like them, Maggie. Don't be like them. Don't join them. Give yourself 10 days, 10 months, 10 years, 10 days, 10 months, 10 years. Yes, and I mean it, 10 years. Everybody lift your hands and pray. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Close down that page. Close down that page. Exit that page. Come out. Don't sit where they sit. Don't join them. To be special, to be special, to stand out, to be unique, to be peculiar people. In the name of Jesus, to be the standard, make us special. We know it will not come easy. That is why we are praying and we are asking for your strength, Lord. We are asking for your strength, Lord. Give us your strength, Lord. Give us your strength, Lord. Ah, because without you.
10 days. 10 days. Holy Ghost. Move. And convict our hearts. Holy Ghost. Please touch. Yes. 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 10 days. 10 days. Oh, yes. 10 days. 10 days. Help us to trust you. Yes. Yes. Don't follow them. Right now, it looks like they are powerful. Mm. She's powerful. Mm. She looks juicy. Mm. She has the money. Mm. You look like a useless girl. But 10 days. 10 days. 10 days. Animosa, Timilaka, Tuni, Kamola, Dilema, 10 days. 10 days, 10 days, 10 days, 10 days, 10 days. 10 days, 10 days, 10 days. Malimo Manaka, Andelimo Sima, Imaglu Mama, Lama Mayande, Inyama Handa, Indelemo Sama, Amama Mama Mandolimo Mandelimama, Imama Handa, Lama Dede. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Ah, Shaka. No movement, please. Ashes. Don't let anybody move around, please. If you are here tonight and you have not given your life to Christ, you are with the unbelievers. You just come to church and you've not given your life to Christ. You are not born again. If you are to die right now, you are going to hell. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, pray for me. Lead me to Jesus. As every head is bowed. If you want me to pray with you to receive Jesus, just lift your hand high above your head. I see your hand. Lift your hand high, high. Yes. Pastor, pray for me. Lift it high above your head. Yes, I see. I can see you. I can see you. So lift it high. I see it. I see you. I see your hand. I see your hand. Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, pray for me. Lift your hand high. If your hand is up, lift your hand high. Yes, I see your hand. If your hand is up, I want you to keep your hand up like that and come to me. Use your other hand and take your Bible, your phone, your bag. But lift your hand and come to me with your hand up. Come. Come. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Come. Clap for them. Beautiful. Beautiful. Clap for them, they are coming. Somebody else can clap your hands for him. Appreciate him. I want you to now put your Bible down, your bag down, your towel, whatever, and lift your two hands and say this prayer after me now. Say, Heavenly Father, 
Father. Today, today, I realized that I was I was heading for danger. I realized that I was heading for danger. I was heading for destruction. I was heading for destruction. Thank you for today's church service. Thank you for today's church service. I'm giving my life to Jesus today. I'm giving my life to Jesus today. Because I realize I am a sinner. Because I realize I am a sinner. I am dirty. I am dirty. I am dirty. I am dirty. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from oh you. Oh God. Oh God. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And wash me. And wash me. And cleanse me. And cleanse me. And make me new. And make me new. I declare. I declare. I am born again. I am born again. I'm now different. I'm not different. Going to live a different life. Going to live a different life. Going to serve God. Going to serve God. Going to work with God. So from today, from today, I'll be planted in church. I'll be planted in church. And I'll grow in church. And I'll grow in church. Now say after me, Satan. Satan. Devil. Devil. Listen to me. Listen to me. I won't obey you again. I won't obey you again. I don't belong to the world. I don't belong to the world. I have found Jesus. I have found Jesus. In fact, Jesus has found me. In fact, Jesus has found me. I am born again. I am born again. I am new. I am new. I won't follow you again. I won't follow you again. I won't follow bad friends again. I won't follow bad friends again. I'm different. I'm different. I'm peculiar. Peculiar. I'll work with God. I'll work with God. He will bless me. He will bless me. After 10 days. After 10 days. After 10 months. After 10 months. After 10 years. After 10 years. I'll be different. I'll be different. Thank you. Thank you. For this amazing blessing. For this amazing blessing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap for them. I want to say congratulations. Look, what you've done is called a decision. You've taken a decision. Now, this is the most important decision you will ever take. In fact, you can clap your hands. Every other decision you will take in life will be based on this decision. This decision will influence every other decision you take. Today's decision will influence who you decide is your friend, where you sit, from today, how you spend your evenings. But I'm very happy that. So when I mentioned evenings, I remember that these two pastors stand there. Can you see them? They are waving their hands. The Ghanaian man and the white woman. Can you see them? Yes. I want you. They are going to visit you. They are going to send people to teach you the word of God. In fact, next week, you will meet them properly. And there's a team of people waiting to visit you, to help you, and even to be your friend. During the week, we will not come here. We have basenta services everywhere. They will call you to one of the services where you are just a few people and an anointed basenta leader will preach to you. Beautiful. So I want you to go to that man and the woman. Go to them. They are going to talk to you. They are going to help you and you are going to see that God has been good to you. Go to them. Clap your them. Keep clapping. 
Don't stop clapping. Peculiar. Ah. Did you know that one of the ways to be peculiar is by what you eat? What you eat. We just read it in Daniel 1. And we are now taking our communion to show our peculiarity. I never ate communion when I was an unbeliever. Please, if you are sitting down, kindly stand. Now, Basenta leaders, make sure your members also have the communion. Help them that you come to church with some small bottle of Coca-Cola or some something to take as communion and teach them what communion is. If you are sitting down, can you please stand to your feet? Is it possible? Lift your bread. Say this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. It is my meal. It is my meal. It is my unique meal. It is my unique meal. It makes me peculiar. It makes me peculiar. As I eat this, as I eat this, I will look different. I will look different. I will feel different. I will feel different. And I will live different. And I will live different. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Lift your cup. Say, this is the blood of Christ. This is the blood of Christ. It gives me life. It gives me life. It gives me power. It gives me power. It gives me healing. It gives me healing. It washes me. It washes See, me. as I drink this, as I drink this, sickness is melting. Sickness is melting. Cancers are melting. Cancers are melting. I'm free. I'm free because of the blood of Christ. Because of the blood of Christ. It makes me different. It makes me different. Say, this blood. This blood on my door. On my door makes me different. Makes me different. Death doesn't enter my house. Death doesn't enter my house because of this blood. Because of this blood. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus in my life. In my life. Let's drink it. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. Now pray for yourself. Pray for yourself that you will grow. That you be different. That you be different. That you be different. That will be different. That you be different. That you be different. That you be different. Thank you. Thank you, Father. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. 